You're listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. Thursday, June 2nd. The summer season of 2022 started off with a bang for the Midwest back on May 8th as temperatures soared well into the 90s from May 9th, May 10th, May 11th. Dew points went up into the 70s. We had really very warm temperatures back then. It was a strong high pressure ridge. You know, especially May 11th, temperatures hit 94 degrees in the St. Louis area. We have, you know, back on May 8th, May 9th, May 10th, May 11th, there were places that received an entire week of record heat. There were places that got that. Most places didn't. I forgot the name of the place that I recently saw that received record heat the entire week. The Chicago area saw record heat or a tie of record heat. Temperatures went into the low 90s in Chicago as well. 90 degree readings were reported all over the Midwest. And it's been three weeks since we received such heat. For this upcoming, this past week actually, what we had was a warm and humid air mass that came in for this week, another air mass which has its influence from off the Gulf of Mexico. The heat was just a typical heat, which is surprising these days. It's surprising just to get something normal. It was just warm weather, really warm and beautiful Memorial Day weekend, but nothing record-breaking here in the Midwest. We were under the influence of a summer weather pattern, just there was nothing record-breaking. It was just a normal thing. It was kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing to have a normal situation. The heat was also cut short, if you could even call it heat. It was cut short. If we're starting off the year with humidity that's so high and water temperatures in the Gulf of Mexico are only 77 to 81 degrees, yet the dew points in the Midwest are already rising into the 70s, what's it going to be as we go into the month of June? And yet here we are in the month of June a summer air mass, we're under the influence. We have been under the influence earlier this week. We were under the influence of a summertime weather pattern and temperatures failed to hit 90, dew points failed to hit 70, and the thing is cut short, only Tuesday. The cool air already, cooler air already filtered into the Midwest already by Wednesday. In fact, cooler air had even filtered into the East Coast by Wednesday. We go back to a question and we want to know what, what's the difference? Why was it different this week? But here's another very major question, big question over here. When you go back to May 8th, May 9th, May 10th, May 11th, the European computer model already as of May 4th, perhaps even earlier, was already forecasting with enormous accuracy a an accurate forecast for hot weather well beyond the seven-day forecast cycle, and it all came true. Okay, this time around, you go to last week and you look at the European computer model, go back to the May 26th weather podcast that we have on here, and you'll hear, you know what? You have to actually go back to May 24th the May 24th is the one that you'll hear about the European computer model forecasting the heat to continue on the East Coast through Thursday, which would have been today, and a high temperature hitting 100 degrees in Massachusetts. Yet we know none of this ever happened. The heat 
there was clashing, crashing temperatures back on Monday, back on Tuesday for the Boston area, and the temperatures never recovered. Temperatures never did go back up, and certainly not 100 degrees. The GFS model got it right. The question that we have for this evening, the question we have is what changed? I want to know what changed. That's the question I'm presenting everyone this evening. Why? We have two questions here. Why was it different? And why was the accuracy less? Why was there no accuracy when you go beyond five days for the European computer model, when you go back to May 24th? Why was that? So we had the heat was less and also the European computer model didn't get it. Here's the difference. If you go back also to the May 24th, maybe you have to go to the May 26th podcast. I don't know. At the very end, I speak about a hurricane that I happen to have noticed, and I only noticed it because of the GFS model. It blew up this low pressure system into a hurricane. I wasn't aware that anybody was talking about it. I don't think anyone was talking about it at the time. I don't know. But you have the GFS model that blew the thing up as a hurricane. The European computer model kept the thing as a strong storm, but not a hurricane. You see, hurricanes are what messes up heat waves. That's what breaks them in August. You get a hurricane and the heat wave comes to an end. We're no longer under the influence of Bermuda high pressure because a hurricane destroyed the dome of heat. We no longer have a dome of heat. That's what happens. Now, you notice something interesting? The European computer model was not forecasting the hurricane. Therefore, they were forecasting the heat to continue through Thursday. Not only that, the heat would even intensify. The GFS model, which was forecasting the hurricane, the GFS model forecasted the dome of heat to end. The hot weather would end already early in the week, and it would never make it up into the New England area. I want to say perhaps this machlokis, this, the different approaches we have here from the European computer model and the GFS computer model in regards to the temperatures for yesterday and today, in regards to whether the warmth would continue for yesterday and today, and in regards to the intensity of the warmth as well, th- those differences a week ago, the differences that the European computer model and the GFS model saw was actually dependent upon what their forecast was in regards to this hurricane. The model which was forecasting the hurricane forecasted the heat to end, and therefore it never would intensify. The model which was not forecasting the hurricane forecasted the heat to either continue or at least rebuild back into the New England area for Thursday and come back in the form of 100-degree heat. Right now, we're here in the Midwest and on the East Coast. I believe that the Mid-Atlantic area got through with a day of severe weather. The warm weather, the warm and humid weather is ending for even the East Coast. And there's not much going on for the next week, and that's probably because of this hurricane that moved into Mexico, and there's just nothing really remarkable that I know of. There's one exception to this. 
First of all, there could be exceptions anywhere, which I just don't know about them. But there's one exception, but there's a problem with this exception. And the problem with the exception is this really strong storm system in Canada that's forecasted to bring between 8 and 15 inches of snow to a large area. But yet there's no cities. There's no... I can't figure it out. There's a large area getting around a foot of snow in Canada, but there's no name to the area. There's just no name. It's just in the central part of Canada. Part of it is in Manitoba, so, but that's not the area getting the foot. They're getting a solid six inches, places over there, but uh, there's no name to this large area, and therefore it's very difficult to get any type of information but you could look it up on a computer model and you could see it's there. I don't know who's living there. I don't know why there's no name to the place. And it's a large area. There's no name to this, to a very large area. That's the one thing I think we have remarkable. And there's one other thing that I'll mention is that we have potential dew points in Arkansas for next week hitting 77, one of the days next week. But, you know, other than that, we don't even know if that's going to be accurate. Other than that, there's not, there's really not much going on. We have a very heavy rainstorm that's going to be moving into Florida over the weekend, possibly becoming into a tropical storm. In terms of heat, though, there's really not much going on. I wish everyone a good day. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening.